This podcast is for mature audiences only. Last week on the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. Emily rushed towards Brad, knelt down, and used two fingers to try to find a pulse in Brad's neck. She couldn't. As she started to roll Brad on his back, she spoke to Leah as calmly as she could. Go outside, try to find a signal, and call an ambulance. Now. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 14. It's the last part of Season 1. The bright neon lights of the hospital waiting room hurt Leah's eyes. The chair she was sitting on was a cheap plastic one. She'd been waiting for hours now, and the sharp pain in her lower back was killing her. Emily was pacing around the room, but Leah couldn't bring herself to get up and move. She felt paralyzed. It's taking too long, Emily said. Again. <laughs> Leah no longer bothered to reply. She had at first, but now, hours later, she understood Emily was mostly talking to herself, not to Leah. Brad had been alive when the emergency services arrived. But that was hours ago, and they didn't know what happened to him once he left for the hospital. It was Emily who saved Brad's life. She'd instantly known what to do, while Leah was still screaming in panic. Emily had started chest compressions with the confidence of a coastal lifeguard. Leah, in the meantime, Leah's hands had been trembling while she looked for her shoes, her phone, and rushed outside to call an ambulance. Emily's phone rang. She stopped her pacing and fished the smartphone out of her pocket. Anna, finally, Emily said. She walked out of the waiting room, listening to what the other person on the line had to say. Leah was all alone now. She could still hear Emily in the hallway, her voice further and further away, until Leah heard nothing but the buzzing of the neon lights and the vague hospital sounds she hadn't paid attention to before. She leaned forward and put her face in her hands. This really was taking too long. Why was it taking so long? They'd lost too much time while Leah was trying to find a signal. She'd been running for over ten minutes before she found a spot to call 911. And then she'd actually called the number 911. It didn't work. Of course it didn't work. They were in France. So stupid. She'd had to look up the number for medical emergencies using a slow internet connection, losing even more time. She hated herself for it. She hated herself for not looking up the number before she left home. Or when they were on their way after they'd found Brad in the bushes. They should have never left that parking lot with Brad. They should have called an ambulance right there and then. But Leah couldn't turn back time. She would if she could. 
She'd repeated what she would do differently over and over again while she sat in the waiting room. And she'd been sitting here for three long hours. Leah barely noticed Emily coming back into the room. They fired Greg, Emily said. Leah looked up. What? she asked, confused. I just spoke to Anna. She's been handling things these last hours. It's a... it's a mess. Leah nodded, but she didn't quite understand. Emily seemed to hesitate. She looked at Leah apologetically. What? Leah asked. The cheeks of the VP turned a solid red. I'm sorry, but Anna asked me to ask you. Emily stopped mid-sentence, an embarrassed expression on her face. Emily sighed. Look, I know this sounds awful, but we want to ask you not to post anything about what happened on this trip. For now. Leah glared at Emily. The VP quickly looked away. Her hand was clamped around her smartphone. The muscles of her neck were clearly visible, her cheeks now an even deeper red. Leah shook her head in disgust. Of course she wouldn't post anything. It had never even occurred to her to start life-tweeting or something from the waiting room. No, I won't, she said. She understood Sanders Steck's position. This was a PR trip, after all. And it gone horribly wrong. It could be a disaster for Sanders Steck. She got that. But... She frowned. Asking this here, now? Did they even care about Brad at this point? Or her? Emily sat down in the chair next to her. Leah. Leah looked away from Emily. She was angry, and it felt a hell of a lot better than the fear and regret she'd been feeling these last hours. This anger gave her the energy to finally get up and walk around. She was the one pacing now. Emily stayed put on the chair and looked at her hands. Leah suddenly felt a storm of words taking over her mind. She needed to unload all of this. And who was a more deserving victim than this VP of an evil tech company trying to cover up their own disastrous, stupid PR trip? This cold distant, aloof woman sitting here, probably worrying about her reputation instead of worrying about Brad. Leah stopped pacing abruptly and turned towards Emily. Do you even care if Brad lives? Like, actually, really care? Not as some VP, but as a human being? Not because it would be even worse if he died, but actually care? She knew it was a mean thing to say, but she wanted this to hurt. Emily looked up. Leah could tell she'd been successful in dealing the VP a blow. Emily's eyes were wide, and her mouth dropped open a little. She started to stutter. Uh, uh, Of course, Leah. You You know I do. Emily narrowed her eyes. Is that what you think of me? 
Leah bristled. Oh, no, no turning this around so it's my fault, she thought. You're the one asking me to shut up about all of this, Leah replied, her voice raised more than it should be. Emily got up from her chair. She stretched her arms and held up her hands. Leah, it's not like that, Emily said in a pleading voice. The pain in Leah's chest made her want to lash out again. It is. All you've wanted is to cover up what happened in Brussels. Make sure I didn't tell anyone. And now you want to cover up this too? This fucking mess? Emily closed her eyes, lowered her hands, and took a step back. Leah regretted her words the moment she'd said them. It was okay to be angry about Sanders Tech's request to keep all of this silent for now. It was not okay to bring up Brussels just to hurt Emily. Shit, Leah said. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm being a total bitch. I should have never... <clears throat> Leah spun around, her cheeks instantly hot. There was someone in the room with them. What had this person overheard? Her heart sank as soon as she saw the pale and tired-looking doctor standing in the doorway. The doctor raised her eyebrows and looked at Leah. Then Emily. She cleared her throat again. Are you the friends of the American? The woman asked. Leah nodded slowly. She tried to read the doctor's expression. Was she about to bring good news? Bad news? Emily was now suddenly standing next to her. She said, Is he okay? The doctor shook her head solemnly. Leah's breath caught. Oh my God! Oh my God! She thought, This can't be happening! But then the doctor said, He's not okay right now. But I hope he will be. Leah let out her breath. He is alive? Emily asked, Is he stable? Yes, he is now. It was, how do you say it, rocky for a while. But he's no longer critical. Thank God. Leah felt her legs starting to shake. She knew this was good news, but she could no longer process things. She was too wired, too tired. I didn't call the police. Leah looked up at the doctor in surprise. I know he took something, but I can't prove it. The French doctor focused on Emily. I doubt an investigation into the drugs will have any result. So I didn't report it. But I suggest you keep a better eye on your friend. Or be more careful about what you do together. Leah's eyes widened. Did the doctor really think they had anything to do with what Brad took? Emily spoke quickly. Doctor, we have no idea what he did or took. She sighed. We didn't know it would get this bad. The doctor frowned at Emily. What do you mean, miss? Leah was getting more nervous by the second. What if the doctor decided to call the police after all? What if all of this was their fault for not going to the police in the first place? Or the hospital? <clears throat> Emily cleared her throat. 
She carefully said, He didn't feel well, and we thought he would get better after lying in bed for a while. The doctor huffed. <laughs> oh no, drug addicts do not get better from lying down, miss. It'll take months of treatment. Emily quirked her head. Excuse me, doctor? The French woman stayed silent for a couple of seconds. Leah had a feeling she was trying to read Emily, trying to see if she really didn't know. After a couple of seconds, she said, Your friend has recent needle marks on several places of his body. Whatever he took, it wasn't the first time he did drugs. Leah was gobsmacked. She turned her head to see what Emily was thinking. The VP's lips were parted, a look of pure shock on her face. The doctor shook her head in apology and sighed. I guess you didn't know your friend all that well. I'm sorry. Leah finally had the courage to speak. He isn't really our friend. We've only been traveling together for a... <coughs> Emily coughed, interrupting Leah. <clears throat> He's a business contact. Okay, well, I can't tell you anything else. I've given too much detail already, the doctor said. Do you have information about who to call? His family? Emily shook her head. No, but we'll have it soon. My colleague will be arriving any minute now to fix all of this. The doctor quirked an eyebrow. Fix what? she asked. I mean, make sure all the paperwork is in order. Notify his next of kin. Make sure the insurance is informed, bills paid. Emily hastily added. Leah wondered who would come all the way to France to manage all of this. She thought Emily would do it. But maybe the agency sent someone over. That would make sense, she thought. Okay, thank you, the doctor said. Please ask the nurse to call me when your colleague arrives with the information. She shook Emily's hand, then Leah's. Leah barely had the strength to lift her hand and hold the doctor's. Her head was spinning with all of this new information. She watched the doctor turn and quickly walk away. Leah then went over to the plastic chairs and sat down. Emily still stood in the same spot and ran her fingers through her hair. Leah noticed she looked defeated. She wanted to say something, but Emily beat her to it. Look, Leah, I need to talk to you. Emily walked over, squatted down in front of her, and looked straight into Leah's eyes. I know you think I just want to cover this up, but I don't. Leah took a deep breath. Emily's eyes were intense, sincere. Now, about Brussels. Emily looked down. She cleared her throat. Then, in a softer voice, she said, No one else knows about Rebecca. Or what happened in Brussels. Leah was surprised. Emily didn't tell anyone. She was dealing with this all alone. Emily continued, I'm asking you, as a friend, not the VP of Sanders Tegg, 
Please. Please don't tell anyone. Emily slowly looked up again. Leah saw the woman was shaking now. She was about to lose her balance. Leah reacted on impulse, stretched her arm and put her hand on Emily's shoulder, just as Emily started to fall over. The touch helped Emily regain her balance, and she smiled at Leah. Leah smiled back. I won't tell anyone. I promise. Emily exhaled loudly. Leah saw her close her eyes and nod. Thank you, she said. Relief now softening her tired, pale face. Leah wanted to stroke those beautiful cheeks, run her fingers through the dark hair, and comfort Emily. Emily! A voice from the hallway. Emily's eyebrows shot up, and she quickly stood and turned. Anna! Emily took the few steps towards the woman in a split second. Thank God you're here. This must be the person from the agency, Leah thought. She got here fast. But then the newcomer and Emily hugged, briefly. Okay, not someone from the agency, Leah guessed. The woman took a step towards Leah and extended her hand. You must be Leah. Leah got up and accepted the carefully manicured hand. The stranger was a stylish brunette. She had little freckles on her nose and cheeks. She looked kind. I'm Anna Sorkin. I'm the VP of Marketing at Sanders Tag. Leah was stunned. The VP? Two VPs of Sanders Tag here, in a hospital, in France? This was crazy. This was... Serious. I'm so sorry we have to meet under these circumstances, Leah. I've heard great things about your website, Anna said. Leah was on her guard now. The severity of the situation just became even more clear to her. This was the person who was going to handle things? The vice president of marketing? Leah was sure that couldn't be a good sign. Who came next? The lawyers? Leah? Anna asked. Leah looked up and realized she'd been lost in her thoughts. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Emily took Anna's elbow and pulled her aside. We need to call for the doctor and give her the contact information of Brad's family. Anna nodded. Right. Excuse me, Leah. I need to speak to the doctor first. Emily walked along Anna towards the hallway. At the last moment, she said, You go ahead, Anna. I'll be there in a sec. Anna looked surprised, but agreed, and left. Emily turned to face Leah. She took a deep breath. Leah. Anna will put me on a plane to headquarters. I know how she works. I'll be on my way soon. So I wanted to say goodbye now. Now, now that we're alone. Emily was leaving? Now? Leah was shocked. She hadn't thought about what would happen next. She always assumed they'd have some time to talk about what happened, process things together. She never considered Emily would leave so soon. Leah felt her palms go sweaty. Emily took an awkward step towards her. I don't know what to say. 
So much has happened. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Leah looked at her feet, a growing sadness stopping her from speaking. She hadn't realized how much she needed to talk to Emily. There were so many unresolved and unspoken things between them. But now, it seemed too late. Leah tried to think of a way to talk to Emily before she left. Or maybe back home. But she didn't see how that could work. An awful ache grew in her chest. Would she ever get a chance to talk to Emily again? Or was this it? I'll probably never see her again. Leah realized. Hey, are you okay? Emily asked. Leah bit her lip. Anna will make sure you get home as soon as possible too, Leah. She's running away. For the second time in 24 hours, Leah thought. She clenched her fists. She kept staring at her feet. Okay then. I'm sorry, Leah. I really am. Emily briefly squeezed Leah's shoulder. Much to her horror, Leah heard Emily sigh, take a step back, turn around, and slowly walk away. Out of the waiting room. And out of Leah's life. This was the last episode of The Blogger Story, Season 1. I'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. So that's October 4th. If you like this podcast, please leave a review or rating. It's a lot less work, I get it, on iTunes. Uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, that was it, I think. Okay, well... Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on October 4th.